Welcome to the Aspen Chapel podcast with me, Nicholas Feasy. So that's what the shepherds were promised at Christmas. They were promised glory to God in the highest and peace and goodwill towards men. And I think that's a promise to us too. But I think 2,000 years later, it seems to be a long time in coming. Right now, around the world, there are 31 wars happening at the moment, not just the two that we continually see on the news. There are 90 million refugees around the world at the moment, all, sheet, see, all difficult to say this, all seeking shelter, like Mary and Joseph were seeking shelter. Wars are unpeaceful, uh, and refugees are unpeaceful, and you know, much of our world, much of politics and things like that seem unpeaceful in our world today. Much of what divides people, whether it be in terms of opinions or religion or politics or land borders, again, are unpeaceful. I think we live in an unpeaceful world. And do you know, I think peace is what all of us want. Everyone is fundamentally looking for peace. The great artists, when they're painting their picture, they want that picture to be great, but what they want is that peace at the end of it when they look up and see it. When the musician is making their music, again, it's peace that they're looking for. When the careerist wants the job, they strive and they strive, but really, what's at the centre of it is the desire for peace. <clears throat> People look for that relationship, again, for peace. Even dictators are ultimately looking for peace. And I think much of what we do in life is a, is a search for peace. And I know that's true in my life. In my life, I, I can remember that desire for peace being very central. I noticed that everything I wanted really was because I wanted an experience of peace. And when you realize that the drivenness that we all feel actually is a drivenness towards a desire for peace, then it, it changes things. Because it's not about the things that we're going for. It's really giving up to an experience of peace that's at the center of us. And you know, when you give up, when you give up for that thing you're striving for, suddenly a peace comes about. A peace that passes all understanding. You know, I, I, I want to suggest the fundamental urge between all activity is the urge for peace. It's the urge, all of us, what we want is personal peace. And I think a measure of true success is the amount of peace that we experience in our lives. And you might think, well, you know, what is peace then? You know, it's a sort of vague term that I, I'm coining here. I think peace is a state in which we can be totally relaxed. We can be at ease in our body, in our mind, and our soul. It's a state where we know no fear. It's a state of, peace is a state of forgiveness. It's a state from which love flows freely. Peace is a state of inner clarity in which we perceive the truth. It's a state in which we're able to tell the truth without fear of judgment or rejection. And it's a state where the ego mind 
is quiet. It's a state in which we know that the essence of our consciousness is the same as the essence of everybody else that's around us. We all come from the same place. And you know, this is the promise we're offered at Christmas. And yet, you know, 2,000 years later, it's still a work in progress. We're still living in a, a warring time. We're looking for that peace that passes understanding, an experience of okayness in the world when it doesn't seem okay. And I believe that desire for peace is the desire of all humanity, which is why it's promised by the angels at Christmas. It's a, it's a prophecy saying, guys, this is what you want. This is what you're actually looking for. You cannot make a contribution towards peace in the world until you've found peace in your heart, until you've found peace in yourself. You know, if you haven't found, found that peace within, then you're going to be driven on by everything else that's surging on within you. You might come up with the right words and the right slogans, but the reality is that you're demonstrating out the storm that's raging in you. And you see that with demonstrators. You know, we want that! Yeah. There's not a peace that's at the centre within them. And unless you've created that peace within, you're out of control. And you'll only add to the drama that's around you. The modern mystic Richard Raw says that unless you can transform the pain within you, you're bound to transmit it to others. Unless you transform the pain that's within you, you're going to transmit it to others. And we see that so often around the world. But once there's peace within you, then you're no longer at the effect of that ravages. And you can see it in the great leaders of the world. People like Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Desmond Tutu, the Dalai Lama. They're fighting for peace and justice, but they're coming from a place of peace. They're peacemakers. They're not out of control. We have to become peacemakers rather than peace forces. And I say that depends on our inner life and our ability to create an equanimity within that leads to us being able to make peace without. And that is what, you know, in Christian terms, they call the peace that passes all understanding. Because when you experience that peace, it's not in the mind. It's a peace that's in the heart. This is the course that humanity has to take as its consciousness evolves, from strife to peace, from rationalism, which is where we've been for the last 100 years, to a visionary approach, from raping the planet to caring for the planet, from many nations to one world, from many races to one race, to the human race, from many species of varying importance to respect for life in all its forms. And I, I believe we're on the way to that destiny. And it may, may, may say it's 2,000 years ago, this is said, but so, um, someone was once asked, you know, Christianity is so great, how come it hasn't all come about? And he says, well, it does take time, and 2,000 years is a bit of a blink in the eye in terms of consciousness. Each of us here, alive today, has the opportunity of being a part of that journey. We all face those feelings and judgments within us, and they race up in us as we go around our day. And our role is not to be at the effect of those feelings in our family, with our friends, with our acquaintances, with our community, with our politics. We have to deal with these feelings internally, and therefore be able to create a peaceful atmosphere around us. But we can't 
think our way into that way of being. The mind, the mind isn't built for it. The mind is built to say, I've got a glass of water there. Do you want to give that man a glass of water? The mind is built, the mind is built to survive. Do you know? The mind is built to survive. And therefore, it's going to help. It's, it's not going to help get rid of pain and anxiety. That's going to come from the heart. We have to be with them and melt our hearts into that peace. Our hearts have to become stronger than our minds so that when the mind wants to react, the heart comes in. We're offered that promise of peace at Christmas, and yet few of us reach for it. Mainly because we don't realise that we're actually really wanting it. We don't realise that's what we're wanting. This peace doesn't come by a miracle. It comes through recognising it and realising it in our lives. Christmas is actually a challenge. I'm on the last paragraph, so don't panic. Christmas, it's always nice to know, isn't it? It's not going to go on forever. The mind does that. The heart will open and say, yes, you can go on forever. It's great stuff. Christmas is actually a challenge. It's the challenge to find the correct path in life and to follow it. Not just believing in Jesus, but believing that peace is possible. And as soon as that reality kicks in, then we're able to open ourselves to a new way of living. The promise is there for those of us that are willing to do the work. It is available. Reach for that peace. Recognise that's what you want and go for it this year. Thank you. If you feel moved to make a donation to the chapel, please go to aspenchapel.org. Thank you. And if you'd like to receive these podcasts regularly, Subscribe to the Aspen Chapel through Apple, Google Play, YouTube, or any other outlet.